Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Uvalde, Texas school board votes unanimously to fire the school district's embattled police chief. Tears and remembrance of P.J. Evans, the eight-year-old boy killed by stray gunfire. I'm Dick Iuliano. What a difference six months makes when it comes to home sales around here. I'm Michelle Bash. Good morning. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The Uvalde, Texas school's police chief has been fired three months to the day for the school shooting massacre that took place at Robb Elementary School. Another agency called police response an abject failure. Correspondent Janet Shamlian is in Uvalde. On the day of the shooting, Arredondo attempted to negotiate with the gunman, spending time searching for a master key to the classrooms, though the door was likely unlocked. A July report from the Texas House Committee said he wasted precious time and failed to perform in his assigned role as incident commander. But Arredondo has said he didn't believe he was commander. The report also saddled school administrators and the entirety of law enforcement with responsibility for the tragedy. We got a mixed bag of economic reports this morning. CBS's Linda Kenyon. First, the Commerce Department says gross domestic income adjusted for inflation rose 0.3% in the second quarter, down from 0.5% in the first quarter. Still, continued growth is an encouraging sign for the economy. Sign-ups for first-time jobless benefits down by 2,000. Reports just in southern Ukraine's Zaporizhia power plant has been disconnected from the grid. IAEA Director General Rafael Grossi says international inspectors hope to be on their way within days. We need to be there. We need to be there soon. Kiev accepts it. Moscow accepts it. We need to go. And we are going to be there hopefully very, very soon. A Ukrainian official says the death toll from a Russian attack on Independence Day yesterday is up to 25. It includes an 11-year-old and a 6-year-old child. A teacher strike in Ohio could be over soon. WBNS-TV's Tino Ramos. This was kind of a hush meeting that went on. Nobody knew where it was taking place, but this was a marathon session in the Columbus Board of Education as well as the teachers' union. They did. They came up with what they're calling a conceptual agreement. But the bottom line with all this is if approved all the way through, well, it could be on Monday that the students will return to in-class learning. A jury's awarded Kobe Bryant's widow Vanessa $16 million over sheriff's deputies who shared photos of the helicopter crash that killed her NBA star husband and their 13-year-old daughter. Correspondent Carter Evans in L.A. They deliberated for only four hours before reaching a verdict. The L.A. County Sheriff's Office and Fire Department are going to have to split responsibility for the payout since the jury found both infringed on Bryant's constitutional rights. Washington Post reporting Tesla's demanding an advocacy group take down video of cars hitting child-sized mannequins. Dow up 88. This is CBS News. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring system helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 10.03, welcome in Thursday, August 25th, 2022. We're at 82 degrees, partly cloudy. Right now, it'll be uh, mostly sunny later today with highs in the low 90s. 
Good morning to you. I'm Deborah Feinstein. And I'm John Aaron. The top local stories we're following this hour. About 80,000 kids in Loudoun County are back in classrooms this morning, and some are in a brand new school. Today is day one for this new school, Elaine E. Thompson Elementary. Just north of Route 50 near Dulles, it'll eliminate overcrowding at three nearby schools. Creighton's Corner Elementary School, Arcola, and Madison's Trust Elementary. So all of those schools were over 1,000 students, and by opening our school, we're now all around 900 students. Principal Tim Sparbani, throughout the school district, there's new bell schedules this year. There's elementary, middle, and high school are adjusting start times to accommodate buses. In Loudoun County, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Dozens of school-age kids are among migrants who've been bused into the district recently, and we're learning that the D.C. public school system is offering to help them enroll. D.C. Schools Chancellor Lewis Farabee says of the migrants who've arrived, there are about 40 children who may end up going to classes. We'll ensure that they have access to their neighborhood school. D.C. has been working a deal with thousands of migrants bussed in by the governors of Texas and Arizona as a way to protest the Biden administration's immigration policies. And Farabee says the school system has enough resources to chip in. Whether it's housing or there's questions around uh, supporting the family with family needs, we also provide that level of support as well. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Police continue to search for an SUV connected to a deadly drive-by shooting on North Capitol Street in Northwest D.C. Police think the shooters were in a black 2020 Hyundai Santa Fe with Virginia license plates. They say the shooters killed two people and injured three yesterday. There was another shooting a few blocks away on Quincy Place about six hours later. Three people were hospitalized in that shooting. D.C. police say it's too soon to know if both incidents are related. Police say three additional shootings also happened yesterday in the district. Family and childhood friends of Peyton P.J. Evans gathered at his grave yesterday to remember the eight-year-old boy killed one year ago by stray gunfire. In a heartbreaking scene of grief and love, dozens of small children and grown-ups each placed a long stem red rose on the boy's grave. His mom, Tiffany Evans, remembered her boy with an aptitude for math, a boy with great promise. He was a smart kid, though, a very bright future, man. Like, just cut short, you know, because of the senseless violence. P.J. Evans was killed last August when gunfire entered the Landover apartment where he was playing. The boy's grandmother, Joyce Hudgens, remembers a boy that she was devoted to. He was my ride or die. No, when he wasn't with his mother, he was with me. Very painful. Three men are charged with the boy's death. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. President Biden headlines a rally later today in Rockville aimed at getting Democrats out to vote for Wes Moore for Maryland governor in November. This will happen around 6 o'clock at Richard Montgomery High School. Montgomery County Assistant Chief Administrative Officer Earl Stoddard says those attending should not drive if they can avoid it. Do take public transportation if at all possible. Parking will be extremely limited and frankly you'll have to walk a potentially fair bit of distance from the available parking to the site. So public transportation is going to be the most convenient pathway for most. And all drivers are being told to avoid Route 355 in Rockville starting this afternoon. We've got a look at traffic and weather coming up and then a handful of people are homeless this morning following an apartment fire in our area last night. We'll have details 10.07. Here's a highlight from Chris Usserman, the Director of Security Architecture at InfoBlocks Federal on the Zero Trust Cyber Exchange presented by Kerasoft. Know what your goals are, know what your enterprise looks like, know what data you have to secure and where it is, 
uh, and realize that it's a continuous improvement process. Forecast, budget, plan, and architect for that. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Zero Trust Cyber Exchange. The ever-expanding enterprise and evolving threat landscape are putting unprecedented pressure on today's government networks and IT leadership to provide stronger security. What if you had an in-depth strategy to protect your assets, reduce risks, and simplify network? It's a well-known fact that good sleep leads to a happier life. Okay, maybe that's not a fact fact, but... Don't you just feel amazing after a great night's sleep? Like the first night back in your own bed after traveling. It's time to demand more first night back kind of sleep. Stop tossing and turning and talk with your doctor about how you can seize the night and day. And visit SeizeTheNightAndDay.com to learn more. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.